0: Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Well, thanks for
1: joining us on Waco PD on the beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, the public information officer for the Waco Police Department.
2: And I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County.
1: We've got an exciting episode today. AJ, you want to talk about it?
2: Absolutely. So I'm sure everybody's watched CSI and loved the show just like I did as a kid growing up. And so today we've got Sergeant Eaton, who is in charge of our crime scene unit here at Waco PD. Yeah,
1: so without further ado, let's bring in Chris Eaton. We've got Sergeant Chris Eaton here now with our crime scene unit. Hello. Sergeant, thank you so much.
2: So you're with the crime scene unit, but we have you on here to tell us about you. So.
3: Okay, well, I definitely like to talk about me. <laughs>
2: Well, we've got a time limit it, but <laughs> right. How'd you get into policing, and how'd you end up where you are?
3: I would say I'm not uh, I'm not your typical uh, path to policing. You know, I did uh, go down to the I was born in Waco, and I went to the police department when I was 19 uh, to try to apply to be a police officer. I didn't realize that I had to be 21, so they told me at the window, uh, you know, <laughs> you're not old enough. Uh, come back later. So uh, life happened. Uh, I started a career as uh, um, in computers. Um, so I'm actually pretty good at uh, computer hardware, uh, software. And uh, in 2001, uh, I was deep in the computer industry when uh, the dot-com bust happened. And uh, that is now, uh, people don't actually remember that anymore. It was so long ago, but uh, yeah, there was no more computer jobs left. And uh, I did a job as a mechanic uh, for a year. And then uh, we did some leather furniture, custom leather furniture business. And, uh, but actually while I was a mechanic, uh, 9-11 happened. And uh, myself and a lot of people that are in the law enforcement uh, careers uh, that were around when 9-11 happened and they remember it, uh, that was a catalyst to them either joining the armed services or um, police work or fire. Um, I'm actually remembering now that I actually applied to be a firefighter uh, before I applied to be a a cop in Little Rock. But uh, yeah, we had moved to Arkansas and uh, was starting a, a new portion of my life and uh, just decided to take that leap and take my career in a different direction uh, and started police work, so.
2: So started in Arkansas, but that's a good couple hours away from here. So how'd you end up back in Waco then?
3: I was born in Waco. I, I actually grew up in, an, in the 3000 block of Lasker, um, <laughs> you know, and then when I was young, we didn't have internet or cell phones. It was, uh, had my bicycle and uh, a 10 square mile area of uh, city to explore. And uh, that's just where I'm at. It's where I feel comfortable. I love Texas. Um, and we really came back to Texas when we had our third kid. Um, and, you know, law enforcement uh, doesn't always pay a lot, especially in Arkansas. And uh, we came back to Waco to make a better life for our, our family, like a lot of people are doing now. Um, it's just a great place to be. So. That it is.
1: Absolutely. So you're in the crime scene unit. I am. So talk a little bit about kind of your journey through Waco PD, how you got to the crime scene unit. And what is the crime scene unit?
3: Okay. Um, did about seven years in Arkansas, came back to Waco and started uh, in police work. When you change agencies, you typically start completely over. Um, so started over as a patrol officer, um, got put in beat uh, 121. So most people would know that as uh, basically J.J. Uh and I love that beat. I loved working it uh, because I found that uh, working with the people in that area, I could solve problems. Um, so a lot of people are willing to talk to you, and anytime there's a problem, uh, you could generally work it out uh, as opposed to just taking reports and whatnot. So I uh, really enjoyed that. I uh, got moved to South Waco in midnights, and then after I'd been on in Waco or midnights for about 10 years, uh, I think my family had had enough, and an opportunity came open to join uh, Crimes Against Children Unit. So I uh, did that for about three and a half years. Uh, that was a great learning opportunity. And uh, what I learned that I loved about Crimes Against Children was uh, working with civilians. I got to work with all the uh, wonderful people at the Advocacy Center, and uh, they taught me a lot about uh, working with people and kind of coming out of my shell, you know, and getting the best out of people and uh, supporting victims. Um, And then an opportunity came open to apply to be a sergeant, and uh, given that I had quite a few years and at that point I felt like that was where I wanted to be so took the sergeant test and uh, made the list and waited patiently and eventually they pulled my number and uh, moved up to sergeant and they put me right back on midnights. <laughs> <laughs> <Certainly>.
1: <laughs> oh, midnights are, are fun though.
3: So they are. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, midnight patrol sergeant is probably one of the best jobs in this entire department. Uh, you know, uh, first line supervisors are where the rubber meets the road. And uh, where you where you have the most impact on police work and uh, what happens, just you're, you're taking care of the city at night. Um, and I love working nice. You know, if I didn't have a a family or obligations or anything, that's that's where I would be. I just love it. Nice. But uh,
1: so now you're in the crime scene unit. So explain yeah. a little bit about what that is.
3: Crime scene. Uh, we we use science uh, to collect evidence to support criminal justice system. So. Uh, when we're called to a crime scene, our, our job is to be non-biased, collect evidence, and uh, be, be truth finders. Uh, you know, everybody watches CSI on TV. That's a very popular show. Uh, everybody has an idea of, of what that is, and for the most part, that's generally cl- correct. Uh, we collect evidence. We, uh, we solve puzzles, you know, um, and I think that's a lot of the allure of the job. It's one thing that I Definitely enjoy about it. Yeah. So,
1: how, how does that feel? Because I'm sure, like you said, it's all you solve puzzles. And from someone just, you know, doing a puzzle, finding that last piece, putting it in, and finishing it is awesome. So, what, what yeah. does that feel like as an officer to find that missing piece?
3: That can that can be very satisfying. I can't take uh, all the credit for that. You know, I, I would say that I have a great team of uh, people. Uh, we have a lot of crime scene techs, um, but. I'll, I'd say that's a that's a good and bad because sometimes it's difficult to find that last piece and that's where um, some of the allure of the TV show and the reality of actual crime scene work kind of come in conflict is in the real world uh, you've got what you got uh, you try to figure it out uh, Chances are you're not going to solve it in 30 minutes and uh, you know it's it's a real fact finding mission. It's a lot tougher than what you see on TV so
1: so you said you have a good team. How big is that team?
3: So we have three, six, seven, eight, nine crime scene techs. Now we've got some part times in there, uh, some new people, and then I've got two sworn um, officers that just do uh, computer forensics. So uh, lots of lots of civilians working in the crime scene unit, uh, and I, I love working with civilians. Uh, they bring a different perspective to uh, police work, and uh, they bring a lot of value. Uh, they, they give me energy every day, you know, uh, because they, they love their jobs. You know, if you ask any of them why they're there, it's not, it's not the pay or the hours. Uh, they, they really like coming to work and, and doing the work.
1: Do you want to help solve crime in your neighborhood? Well, the Neighborhood Camera Initiative is something you might want to sign up for.
0: Ring doorbells, Nest cameras, and all the other camera security systems installed on homes and businesses that are facing public areas are tools that could help our officers solve very important crimes.
1: By signing up your camera or cameras in the Neighborhood Camera Initiative, it allows our officers' knowledge to where these cameras are, and if a crime had happened, it could have possibly saw the incident in question.
0: You can sign up your camera on the City of Waco website at wacopolice.com. And I was fortunate to work with
2: him for about a month before I came into this position when I was on light duty. And they really are just an incredible group of people that truly love what they do. So he's probably one of the luckier sergeants because he doesn't seem to have as many angry and disgruntled employees. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I do get a lot of, uh, a lot of feedback on, uh, just like coming to work and, um, solving the puzzles so you know i, I read sometimes and uh, one of the things i'm reading is a book by Gallup about uh, enjoyment at work and people that live long lives and why they do it and you know the kind of some of the common themes are working outdoors working with your hands um, and doing something productive um you know creating a work product that you can look at or be proud of um and we definitely have a lot of that in the in the crime scene so
1: So I have been in your office before. Not everyone has been in your office. You have a ton of cameras. You have a collection.
3: So I started in computers, and uh, one of the reasons I started (coughs) in computers is is I like buttons, and uh, I like anything electronic. And I got into cameras uh, just because they look complicated. Uh, And that's that's really (laughs) it. They are complicated. I am the guy that will read the instruction manual. Um, But once I um, mastered... Uh, photography from a technical standpoint I started to think okay well what else what makes a good picture that was probably one year into taking pictures is googling what what makes a good picture and got into composition and then at that point that's what I really really fell in love with uh, composing a good picture and not just taking uh, technically accurate well exposed picture but uh, making making art with photography and that's something that I definitely do on the side when I'm off duty as a hobby to, uh, you know, relax and uh, get some enjoyment out of life. I love my photography.
1: Absolutely. And so now you said, you know, people know CSI and right. it's kind of, you know, parallel to what you do a little bit. But is there anything on that show maybe you want to or any show really you want to clear up? It's like that's not really how it happens. In, in, um, in I wrote
3: something. down. Okay. Uh, results aren't instantaneous. So, uh, you know, in the show, it's, an, it's 30 minutes or an hour and, and probably 15 minutes with the commercials. But um, things take a long time, you know. Um, fingerprints are actually surprisingly a, a very good tool that we still use uh, in 2021 and 2022. Uh, we get good results on that. Uh, we have one crime scene tech that's just solely devoted to fingerprints, and he's amazing at it. And his name is Matt Davis. Uh, and uh, he gets hits all the time. Uh, He can identify people from the fingerprints they left at the scene. Um, You know, that takes time. Uh, But what really takes time is DNA. You know, Uh, I'm not going to be able to show up on a scene, grab DNA, and then uh, tell you, you know, who that is or who they're related to. Uh, It's possible, uh, but it takes a long time. So uh, just about everything we do takes time.
1: Is that something you realized? Because you didn't start in police work right away. So when did you realize that when you became a police officer, maybe starting in Arkansas? that you kind of were like, oh, this is not instantaneous. (laughs) Right.
3: Yeah. I think before I became a cop, I just had a different viewpoint of uh, justice and law enforcement. And I thought, if you break the law, you go to jail. Um, you know, if it was really bad, you go to prison. Um, you know, if you left some evidence that was collected and it, it was obvious, um, in, in reality, um, police officers are people, uh, people aren't perfect. And, uh, there's, there's a whole lot of uh, human interaction that goes into um, any report being taken or investigation. Um, and it's just people doing the best they can uh, to solve a problem. So uh, there's, there's a whole lot of uh, ambiance and uh, just uh, things that have to be done by people, you know, in order to get to a, a conclusion, uh, a guilty verdict or, probation or whatever might happen you know, a year, year and a half down the road after the offense had been committed. I think just being part of the process and realizing that uh, how much goes on behind the scenes after a crime is committed was really Uh, eye-opening. It's not something that everybody sees.
2: There's a lot behind the scenes that, I mean, even working patrol, having crime scene come out, seeing what the techs would do. Then when I was with you, I was like, wow, there's so much more that they have to go to the lab and do. They do with the NIBIN entry and they do with the fingerprints. We'll have to get Matt on here and, and show us the fingerprints because I sat yeah. with him for about an hour and I was just mind blown with how, how much went into it and how much came out of it.
3: Yeah, Matt's, uh, Matt's amazing with his fingerprints. Uh, just this morning, uh, we were dealing with a, a case uh, that I can't really talk about the details, but basically it involves uh, getting fingerprints off a of tape and that's a, uh, a skill You know, skill set in its own. It takes a little practice. Um, But, uh, you know, tape, if you think about it, if you grab it, you're not going to grab it and undo it without leaving your prints on it. So um, it's a great place to get crime evidence, you know. So (laughs) they're going to be spending the rest of the day, I think, Slowly unrolling a, uh, a roll of tape.
1: Oh, my goodness. So they don't get
2: into any sticky situations.
1: Oh, that was a pun. That was a tacky joke. <laughs> that's a good one.
3: But I think that that's some of the difference between TV and, and reality is you don't see on TV um, people working for eight hours on, on one piece of evidence, you know, uh, right, it can, right.
1: Cause that shows in 15, like you said, 15 minutes with right. no commercials probably. And yeah. I mean, they get it done real quick. I wish evidence came that easy for us. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but ex- I mean, that goes into kind of how meticulous you guys have to be when you right. go to the crime scene and, and, and just explain how, um, how that works.
3: Yeah, so uh, when we get on a crime scene, it's not necessarily uh, a social problem that we're solving. Uh, for me, it's, it's more mechanical. And uh, I go back to my uh, computer days when I used to troubleshoot networks over the, over the phone with people that didn't know how to, what they were doing on the other end of it. You know, um, I, I compartmentalize the uh, crime scene, decide how big it is uh, and what's in it. I start physically thinking about what's in it. I've got a car. I've got a house. A house has rooms. Rooms have people and furniture. Um, you know is there blood evidence in there? Is there uh, latent print evidence? is there um, hair um, there's there's all types of things you know the the low card principle of evidence says that uh, anytime we we 're so close here uh, we are exchanging things so uh, when I leave here there's there 's something from you on me uh, whether or not i can I can figure that out and take it and prove it in court is it is up to my skill right and the and the tools I have available but uh, there'll definitely be something left from me in this room uh, to prove that I was here. And we kind of approach a crime scene in the same, in the same way. Uh, We have a lot of cool tools now that also help bring the jury to the crime scene. So um, I've kind of become a bit of a, uh, a good operator of our uh, 3d scanners. So I take 3d scanners out to the crime scene and make a digital map of the crime scene so that we can later come back and uh, rewalk that crime scene in a digital environment. Uh, and look at things from a different perspective you know uh, we have found in a shooting before that there was a witness that didn't come forward the day of the event but they saw it from their house and I had scanned that neighborhood with the laser and I was able to go back to the window in her house and look out of it um, since I had it uh, and we could see exactly her viewpoint she's like yes this is what I saw and prove that you know the people disappeared where she said and uh, it all made sense so
0: The Waco Police Department is currently looking for those to join our dispatch team as 911 call takers. Being a dispatch operator means being the first to answer the call for help.
1: As a dispatcher, your job is to answer emergency and non-emergency calls for police, fire, and emergency medical assistance. When you work as a dispatcher for Waco PD, you're helping not only your Waco community, but the entire county.
0: To apply, you can visit the City of Waco website. We can't wait for you to be a part of the Waco PD team.
1: Tell, Tell me again, what year did you start as a police officer?
3: Oh, seventeen years ago It was oh three or oh four. Okay, yeah. so
1: so from that time until we're in twenty twenty one now. Right. Talk about the technology that's yeah. changed.
3: Making me feel oh, a little, a little <laughs> older. But uh, I mean, tec-
1: but even I mean, seventeen years is is, is a long time. Yeah. Yes. But even I mean, who knows what's going to come out of next year? So how technology has exchanged changed? changed Explain how that's changed your work.
3: Yeah, so a couple things have changed in police work. The first one that comes to mind as patrol officer was the taser. I started without tasers. Um, You know, we had batons and OC and and our words. Um, So, and then uh, the taser was a big technology uh, thing that came along, but as far as crime scene, I'd just say the implementation of video. Uh, Everybody has video now. Um, I have a part-time person that works for us that just is mainly focused on collecting video So she goes around town to crime scenes that occurred last week or two days ago and searches for (coughs) cameras and just retrieves that video to try and get video of the incident. Um, And I would actually encourage everybody, you know, everybody has ring cameras now and door cameras and whatnot. uh, Maybe just think about uh, how that camera could be useful for the community. Uh, What... You know what are you going to do when one of these days the police knocks on your door and they're like hey uh, an event happened out here yesterday do you have video of it and can we have it so uh that's been a huge huge thing for us
2: was that something you were working on compiling like a almost a registry of different areas that have cameras? Yeah, we do
3: have a database of people that, that have cameras. Uh, I don't I don't know how populated it is right now, okay. but uh, we, it is generally something that we struggle with is uh, we can see a camera on the building, we don't necessarily know who to call uh, to get that video evidence of a crime that occurred in front of that camera. So,
2: so if someone in the community wanted to help out and be proactive with, hey, like we've got this camera in this area, how could they get that information to us or to you or who would it need to get routed to?
3: That's a very good question. Uh, <laughs> what... I
1: think I might have that answer okay. if you don't. So yeah. that's the neighborhood camera watch, and it's actually on the city website. You can go and register that. You know, you've got a camera. Here's where it is, and I think that's how it gets populated in, and generates into. Okay. Into that.
3: Thank you for that. You're it, welcome. Yes, I remember of
1: seeing
2: that somewhere. It is on the city website, we were talking about it, so I was like, oh, we've got the thing for that. Yes, yes. Under the
1: police department tab, it says, I believe it's Neighborhood Camera Watch, right on the front of the page. I think it has its own tab, too. So if you've got a camera, then definitely uh, register for that. It takes no time at all, and you could be helping solve all sorts of
2: crimes. Sure, kind of goes back to what we talked about in a previous episode with, you know, the community has to help the community. Like, there's only so many officers to help. But if you're able to step up, if you're able to let us know, hey, like we've got this thing that might be of evidence, it probably helps you guys instead of having to go door to door and be like, Hey, do you have a camera? Okay, does it work? Do you have access to it? Oh, you don't have the password? Well, who does? Right. So
1: Yeah. So I've got another question and that's so when you became a police officer, was it yeah. was there ever a goal saying, I wanna work in crime scene? Or did you, did you knew did you know you wanted to go that into this route? Did you did you, uh, you kinda were just like whatever happens is gonna happen.
3: I just wanted to I just wanted to do something. Uh, I wanted to be a part of a team uh, that did things that mattered. So you know, the generic answer of, you know, why'd you become a cop? I want to help people. Of course, I want to help people. But I, for me, I, I really did want to be a part of a team. Um, and I want to do something that matters. Um, and I've gotten a chance to do that every day uh, for the last 17 years, you know, awesome job. So
1: yeah, absolutely. And Tell me, you, know, you might be just slightly biased because you were born in Waco, so you do love Waco, but why, why do you like, um, you know, working for, for the Waco Police Department?
3: Uh, Waco, uh, you know, anybody that's shopping around to be a cop in the central Texas area or, you know, anywhere from San Antonio to Dallas, uh, Waco's going to be high on their list. Uh, the benefits package is good. Um, it's a great place to work as far as the size of the city. Um, and I think that if you think it, if you, I mean, if you look at other departments, uh, and compare apples to apples, uh, Waco is where you land, you know, because I did that search when I came back, I wasn't stuck on Waco. I know I wanted to live in the area. Um, but, uh, it's, it's the greatest department around here to work for as, a, as a police officer, yeah, for sure.
1: Absolutely. And anyone may looking for, uh, looking to be a police officer I know. Do you ever like run into that, and they ask you questions, trying to figure out if they want to do it themselves? Not so much
3: recently, but uh, you know, a few years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, people were more uh, inclined to ask about being a police officer. I'd say to anybody that's considering to be a police officer, I think my diff- my answer is going to be a little different. Uh, you know, I'm a father of three, um, and uh, I've, I've been around a little while in police work now, and I think I would tell them uh, just to be prepared. Uh, for a change in your life, uh, because deciding to be a police officer—you know—if if life is a journey on a road, being a police officer is a hard exit, uh, and it's a turn in a different direction to a different destination. It's—it's it's a worthwhile destination, uh, but the things that you're going to see and the things you're going to deal with uh, are going to change you as a person. Uh, you're going to deal with a lot of bad, uh, some good. Um, if you have a spouse or loved ones they need to be on board with it uh, because they're going along with that journey with you um, but uh, definitely you need to be uh, ready to deal with uh, some heartache um, and uh, and different things in your life so uh, being mentally stable and having some some sort of out to work on when you're at home a hobby uh, a firm foundation and uh, you know what's important in life and being able to turn it off when you come home as best you can, you know, and take care of your family and whatnot. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Those are all important things that most people that are applying to be a cop, they're just thinking, oh, I want to run and jump fences and, and drive fast. Uh, you know, you're not really thinking about 10 years down the road. Right, when,
1: right. And even then, it's not really like that either.
0: Crime Stoppers is an organization which bridges the gap between law enforcement and the community so together we can solve crimes in our neighborhoods.
1: Crime Stoppers encourages the community to assist in the fight against crime by overcoming the two key elements which inhibit community involvement, fear and apathy.
0: Crime Stoppers allow citizens to anonymously submit tips. Tips can get you up to a $2,000 reward if it leads to an arrest or solves a crime. Tips can be submitted by calling 254-753-HELP, which is 4357, visiting WacoCrimestoppers.org or downloading the P3 app. Remember, tip submission is always anonymous and can lead to a reward of up to $2,000.
1: Well, Sergeant, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Really appreciate it. Anything else you want to say to wrap up or, you know, talk about your time here at Waco PD? Anything at all you could think of?
3: Uh, Thank you. Thank you to the citizens for allowing me to do this job. I can't believe that I get paid for to do it on certain days. Uh, You know, cops are just citizens uh, and we get paid to be good citizens. Um, So, you know, the police department is a uh, representation of of what the citizens in that community want it to be. And uh, Waco Police Department is is tip top uh, because the city supports us. Uh, And thank you so much for that.
1: I thought we were done, but you, you made me think of another question. Okay. So, so explain, I know, you because you, you talked about the citizens. So explain right. just how important they are to, to your daily work, not just helping solve crimes, but just in general. I mean, how nice is it to have a, a citizen-police relationship?
3: Uh, it's, it's everything. Uh, you know, without without their support, we can't do our job. You know, I know in the previous episode, uh, Sergeant Key from Special Crimes, who we work with all the time, um, said that he has a hard time, you know, getting people to just talk. Um, so I think that, you know, as a citizen, you got to think, okay, this, this is where I live. Um, what, what can I do to contribute? You know, and sometimes that is just communicating, uh, reporting what you see or talking with a detective when they come, when they finally track you down and they realize that you're a witness, you know, yeah. just help them out as best you can. Uh, so. Yeah,
1: cause you're not, I mean, you guys don't really work with the citizen that much cause you're doing the crime scene after it's kind of all said and done.
3: Typically, if you see me um, or someone that works for me, it's probably your, your worst, one of your worst days in your life, you know. Um, so, uh, but what was what was the question?
1: Well, I was saying because you don't really work with the citizen per right. se; you work at the the crime scene afterward,
3: right? So, you don't so get we, a
1: whole lot of citizen police, I guess.
3: Yeah, you know we we get to de- we get to deal with the bad days um, in passing. Uh, generally, they deal with victim services or patrol. Uh, we do deal with a lot of citizens on our video calls when we go back to follow-up. Um, but, yeah, I'm super appreciative of, of all the interactions we have with Absolutely, them. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Well, see, I thought it was done, but then just more questions keep <laughs> kept piling on afterward. Well, thank you so much, Sergeant. We You're welcome. always appreciate it, and, and we appreciate you guys tuning in to Waco PD on the Beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, the public information officer.
2: And I'm Officer A.J. Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McClendon
0: County.
1: Have a good one, Waco.
0: Waco PD on the beat. The heartbeat serving you.